A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey guys, Stace here from The Thinker Girls. We are recording a live 411 every Thursday at The Sheaf in Double Bay. Come and have a drink with Christy and I and join in on all the fun of watching The Bachelor. If you're into it or not, I'm not so much, you will enjoy the night. Thursday night's The Sheaf in Double Bay, Sydney. Welcome to the Thinker Girls Pod Channel. I'm Stacey June. And I'm Christy Mercer. Hello to a podcast channel. Lots oh. of different shows across the week. You click subscribe, subscribe even. And what's subscribe? Oh, God, your S's are popping in my ears. Are they? Can you pull that thing off a little bit? Oh, yeah, it's Just touching the, t- the microphone. Oh, oh yeah. this must be your microphone because I can see bits of food in it. Oh, shut up. No, well, you're often. <laughs> I've started d- saying shut up to people. Shut down and down on something. I, I, I'm, shush up. Shush up. Yeah. Is that aggressive? Because I said shut up to, was it my cousin, someone the other day in my house, and I think they really did shut up. And I think I, shut up is so aggressive when you pronounce the T. Shut And you do. Yeah. Say it with a D. Shut up. Fine. Say it with Shut a T. Shut up. See? Yeah. Oh, it's I know. It's a difference. But it's coming out of my mouth lately because of like a – it does – I'm coming from a funny place, but it when I when it lands, I know it doesn't feel funny. The initial thing is, ah, oh, and then it lands. I'm like, oh, Stacey, it's weird. <laughs> and I've done it a few times over the past few weeks. So I've got to get it out because it's making me uncomfortable and I'm the one doing it. <laughs> Yeah, just soften it with a D, I reckon. Shut yeah. up. That's oh, fine. See, I never say that. I'll just say shush up like the nana shush that up. I am. Shush up is um, better. Yeah, we're yeah. doing a posse podcast today and it is built around long distance relationships. Oh, girl. Karuka. Karuka. Karusa Pukas even. Shut up. Karusa Pukas joins us on the show to help out our listener. Here's what she has to say. I have a big situation I'm dealing with in my life at the moment and I'd love some advice and encouragement. My boyfriend and I started dating a year ago and it has been so blissful. We are a really great couple and our relationship is effortless and we are so happy and comfortable with each other. Ever since we met, literally on our first date, he told me that he wants to move to London for work experience and also for personal experience. Now, one year into our relationship, he has decided that now is the time and plans to leave in a few months to live out his dream. I feel so torn. I love him so much and I, of course, want him to be happy and do everything he loves and I support his decision 100%. However, I have a deep pit in my chest and I I feel sick and so short of breath and any time I think about being apart and doing a long-distance relationship, I don't want to tell him how I feel because I don't want to discourage him from going or making him feel guilty. I never kept anything from him, so not talking to him about this feels wrong but I get nervous and emotional trying to talk about it. I have recently seen a doctor about my anxiety stemming from this issue and I've been referred to a psychologist and I'm hoping this will help. I know that Christy has been in a long-distance relationship before and I would love any tips and advice that will make our time apart easier to cope with. Hmm. Oh, Liz. (laughs) Okay. Carissa, the world. Yeah, you've been there, done that, girlfriend. Been there, done that. 
Um, well, Liz, I would definitely question whether or not you guys have a bit of a plan with, as for lack of better words, the light at the end of the tunnel. Do you plan on maybe moving there eventually with him? Does he plan eventually moving back to where you are? Is there any type of situated plan with that? Because I find that if you have a little bit of a plan, it makes a lot of the anxiety of long distance kind of fade a bit just because you know that there is something that you're working towards rather than just knowing that you're always going to be talking to a computer screen for the rest of your life. I think that can be scary. And I think that can be scary for people to have that conversation. Especially but I think early it's, days. It's very important. Totally. So was that Carissa, like how long after dating mm-hmm. Glenn? I actually met him in Canada. Oh, so he was visiting Canada. Right. So I did. how far into your relationship yeah. had you kind of spoken about this kind of plan that, that you speak of now? <laughs> The first day. Um, Really? (laughs) (laughs) I'm a very forward person, though. And if I want to get shit done, I get shit done. But I can totally understand how unrealistic that is for (laughs) most people. I really like it. (laughs) Obsessed. Yeah, I'm digging it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) With that said, um, I... I find that long distance is one of two things. It either can go really, really well and your heart grows stronger. You get to know the person more because you're just taking time to talk about things that you probably wouldn't typically talk about in a normal relationship. Like you fill people in on, I don't know, your day and throughout your day, you're texting them or or maybe planning to make a Skype call later that night and you tell them all about your day. And it's a different kind of set up to someone that's, you know, here all the time and living there because they might not have the in-depth kind of conversations that you can have when you have Mm. a long distance relationship. So that can be a huge plus, but it can also be difficult because people can feel, I don't know, like they're, like it's one-sided or like they're Mm. nagging the other person Mm. to be in contact or there can be that kind of vibes as well. But I think that if you're both really clear on just how you want to communicate and also not kind of be mad when the other person has a life because of course they're going to have a life and they should have a life and your relationship will probably be better if you both have lives outside of your relationship. Totally. Which it sounds like Liz is encouraging of that. Like yeah, she said, she's, it's his dream. I want totally him to live it out. Because it I did. think there are a lot of people, there's a one mate in my life in particular that I'm thinking about who's in a similar position has a partner that wants to go and do Mm -hmm. something very similar and is in full-on self-doubt, freak-out mode because she's like, what does this mean for me? And I'm like, well, if it's meant to work out, it'll it'll be to work out. But what won't work out is if you force him to not go and you convince him to not go. I'll tell you it won't work out because I did that. I forgot. Well, I moved to London and basically like wanted my partner at the time. I was 22, so partner's a stretch. Yeah, Mm. boyfriend Mm. at the time to come, come, come to the point where I was like organising his passport, his visa application Mm. for England. Mm. And then um, I ended up going to to the airport and he didn't come. He just didn't come. Didn't but get on the plane. Did he book, he book a ticket? Fly, everything. Didn't I know come. That. I think I knew that but forgot oh about it. Oh, my God. I forgot about That's it too. Hard. And then he came over maybe three months later. I travelled on my own like I want. I probably should have from the beginning. Mm-hmm. I remember my dad saying to me, you get mm-hmm. on that plane. I ran back through the customs doors. That's how mortified I was. But he came over. He came over because he had to come over himself. Mm. So I think, and I had put down a plan and said, we'll stay together or, you know, 
with this amount of time, you know, like we'll figure out Mm -hmm. our stuff up until this point. And so I think the plan is interesting. But, but yeah, I think forcing somebody is the absolute worst thing to do. And and I think it goes back to that one-sided thing where where I think the only thing I, I worry about here for Liz is that as much as she's in a great headspace now with him experiencing this, what does she want in this and, and how does she feel she's going to have some form of control over how this pans out for her too, mm-hmm. which is why I think the plan is really important mm-hmm. because I, d- I did notice in your long-distance relationship, Merce, that both of you, I felt, kind of felt if you were honest with yourselves when you were in yours that it was a bit one-sided, like that you potentially had to do all the work because oh, you decided mate, to live yeah. away. That but then our- your partner at the time... Mm-hmm also felt like you had to do all the work which didn't work either our whole entire no Carissa, our no, whole entire work. relationship was based on that so much guilt i carried around on my shoulders for years because yeah i was the one to have a radio job that had to move around the country and we did long distance of four and a mm-hmm. half years which is actually just 50 i was i was going to say it's actually more than half of mm. our relationship was based on this setup and the entire the entire time we were apart, I mean, a lot of that guilt I put on myself, but a lot of that guilt actually came from him too, for never coming, you know, we were a drive away, mm-hmm. granted it was four or five hours, but I think there was one weekend in two years or a couple of weekends in two years that he came to visit. There was always this sense of guilt, this sense of duty, this sense of me having to make it work because I was mm-hmm. the one to move. And I think that's the thing that, Liz needs to be careful about is that and it was such a good point Krista that one-sided thing can happen pretty quickly if she doesn't speak up now so you have to both be in it and obviously by the sounds of it you guys you and Glenn had that pretty down pat from the get-go Carissa where it was like we're a team how are we going to make this work and I think the long-term thing is logistically if you fall in love and end up being in a relationship and maybe starting a family with somebody that lives you know that, that their family or their base is away from where you are especially overseas like our our neighbors she was when we're growing up she was from japan all of her family's from there and it was a given that she would not move to australia and start a family if she didn't have the ability to go back Mm -hmm. at least once a year with the family so you well how have you guys done that it's hard it's something that a lot of people deal with like we it's been tough because like you said monetarily it's not cheap and especially from canada to australia like you know you can be easily spending four or five thousand dollars just in flights you know for a trip home so you, you really do have to pick and choose events and hopefully your family is a little bit understanding of your travel schedule and but i don't know back to i think the relationship part i guess my biggest thing with our relationship is that you couldn't have expectations and you couldn't Mm. have guilt. And that was so big because if you expect the other person to be texting you every every hour or you expect that you have to have a Skype phone call every single night or you build that up and that you you need to and that's the only way your relationship will work, it, it probably won't work. But if you're both checking in throughout the day because you want to and you make plans to have a date together on Skype at some point and you do it, like that's so much more attainable than forcing somebody into a small box and saying this is the only way it will work. I just think that doesn't good, work. That's amazing advice. But I do think that another thing just before we wrap up, Liz, talk to him about how you're feeling. 
because she has meant she has mentioned there in her email totally. that she's like, I never keep anything from him. I don't want him to freak out if I say this because I don't want him to not go because of that. I mean, mm-hmm. that would be a pretty good first point of call and to I have think open communication. With Otherwise, ev- fucking nothing. Absolutely. Well, with everyone's, I guess everyone's yep. advice, it's all been about communicating because if you don't, mm-hmm. then you've contributed to the demise of this, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it's so interesting that people feel like absolutely um, avoiding communication or holding it is not doing an action. And I, I like to tell my beautiful partner that being passive, he's more the quiet one and I'm more the over-communicator, so we need to meet in the middle. You don't say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel that... It's just as damaging to hold back mm. as it mm. is to over mm-hmm. overanalyze. So I think, and because it's the quiet option, it often looks like as the one being considerate or putting the other person forward. But for a relationship, it is damaging, especially a foundation for mm-hmm. a long distance one. So Liz, hope that yeah. hope that helps out from three gals that have experienced. It in very different very. ways and kind of come out the other side. And I don't yeah. think the the um the tick of approval or the success is always staying together either. Mm. Yeah. Carissa, mm-hmm. you're the bomb. Um mm-hmm. we can check you out, Carissa, K-A-R-I-S-S-A-P-U-K-A-S on Facey or on Insta. Um, and you can check out our chat with Carissa. It was amazing yesterday. Yeah, we talked about uh, the journey that she's had with her breast implants and then uh, then really full-on essentially being diagnosed with breast plant, breast plant, breast implant illness um all of the info is in our show notes if you want to watch that video but it's been really awesome hanging out with you girl thanks so much for having me it's awesome to hear you guys and be back on the potty again Woo! yes thank you lovely see you too bye guys oh hey are you sad the party's over you don't need to be because we're still partying over on Instagram. The Thinker Girls is where you can find us. Catch a bro by. This podcast is presented by The Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. This podcast is produced by me, Christy Mercer, and edited by our podcast producer, Jordan Lott. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.